Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. I'm hanging out this afternoon with my wife, Adina. And if you don't know us, my name is Mark. Uh, my wife and I are on a mission to help people know their purpose and be set free from anything that holds them back from living it out boldly. Mm, good. Adina, today we're having a conversation. Yes. Uh, we're talking about the early years of life for us. We're about to celebrate a big anniversary. Thirty years, number thirty in a few days, and mm-hmm. so we're reminiscing and sharing thoughts from people. And honestly, you and I do a lot of uh, work with people. Some people call it coaching. I don't like that word. I don't want to be anyone's coach. I just want people to live their best bold life. Mm. I want people to have the best of life, and the best of life to me is purpose, freedom, and love. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Everything else is just stuff. Yeah. There's so many things you can chase, but you end up getting frazzled by all the distractions and how complicated things get. Purpose, yeah. freedom, love. Those, you, are, those are the things that really make it work. When you have those things, you have everything. Mm-hmm. I think some of the happiest couples we know are couples that don't have a lot. Yeah. You, you can look at them and be like, well, their life is normal. And actually, it's awesome. They may not be able to afford an extravagant vacation. They may not have a amazing house with all of the newest toys and stuff. But mm-hmm. they just have the awesome things in life. Yeah. I think the most awesome things in life, like purpose, like that's an awesome thing. When you have a sense of meaning within you that that propels you i think it's awesome Mm -hmm. freedom like how do you replace what that means like the opposite of living in a prison and emotion is completely different oh the feeling of being who you are made to be we need to move on freedom that's too big of a topic but then love like great love (laughs) yeah great love is the granddaddy of them all It is the greatest human experience Mm -hmm. is to express and receive great love from someone else. Mm. Honestly, this is the number one reason why we do what we do is we want people to experience what we have been able to experience. Yes. So as we look back, it's been almost 30 years. Mm hmm. Did we know what we were doing? Oh, no, we did not know what we were doing. (laughs) I don't know how you can know what you're doing. When you're first starting out and you're married and you've never been married before, you're trying to figure it out. There's this human being. Then you get kids. How... I don't know why the world pressures us to know what we're doing when we take step one into it. How about when you... How about we can look at our life right now and we can talk about what our life was. Right. We didn't know what we were doing. Nope, not we just know what we did mm-hmm. looking at it in reverse. Yeah. But here we are. We're middle aged. Do we know what we're doing into our future? No. This is a new step for us now. Like right where yeah. we're at. The step that you're on now, you don't know. You don't always have that figured out. You more times there's more things that you don't know than what you do know. Yeah. And so how do you face those things? Frankly, I think life is much more awesome once we move on from this 
prideful, really arrogant thought that I'm supposed to know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And that's how life is. I don't think life is like that. Life is this adventure. Mm. That's a better description. So when we started out, it was an adventure. Like I was talking to someone um, about a month ago. And this person is almost 30. And I said, so, so tell me about your love life. And he said, well, I think I had a couple chances in the past, but the timing wasn't right. And I, I, it struck me when he said that. And I responded to him and I said, I'm glad I wasn't so smart to think about that. Hmm. I didn't think about, is the timing right? You know, you and I fell in love. Mm-hmm. on a mission strip in Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. And my heart just leapt. Yeah, like, mine like, too. I, I wasn't smart enough to think, well, how's this going to work out? And what's the, is this the right timing? Like you wrestle with that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I was I was young and dumb. And frankly, there was advantages to that. You know, I think you were young and simple. You can tease around and say it was young and dumb because you really don't know anything when you're young. You know, you're like, oh, they're just kids, that kind of comment. But no, I think we were just young and simple. Yeah. I think it's another way to say it. But maybe dumb is what helps us be simple. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can get so smart that we outsmart the greatness of life. Because we can overthink it like this gentleman who's 30 and he thinks maybe it just wasn't the right timing. My heart aches. Like love is a great experience. And... The timing is when the love is like, hey, like when you and I fell in love, we just knew we wanted to live our lives together. So we moved we moved quickly into engagement and then quickly into marriage. We didn't spend a lot of time building a relationship. We just knew we wanted to chase after life together. Whatever that meant, we wanted to do it together. Yeah. Um, there's so much. My, my mind is full of memories right now. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it, let's. So we get married. We wanted to have kids. Yeah. So what did we do? We had kids. As soon as I got insurance, <laughs> I worked. I worked at Cracker Barrel. We're both in college. Mm-hmm. I worked at Cracker Barrel, and I kept asking my boss to check my the the stat the, the status of my insurance that I was signed up for. And the day that I was told I have insurance. I went home from work, and I got the job done. <laughs> we worked together as a team. We got the job done. And in that day, our first son, Matthew, was conceived. Yeah. I, I think you're right. We had an advantage in life. We were young. You say simple. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think being a little dumb and naive helped us be simple. I... I just, I want everyone to have what we have been able to experience. Mm-hmm. And I say that boldly. I'm not saying that with some kind of arrogance that, oh, we we know how to do this thing. We can help you do it. I don't think anyone knows how to do it when you're doing it. No. But but the reality is that for many, I think many people start out, start out young and simple or mm-hmm. dumb. And some people don't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And my heart goes out to them because I want everyone to experience the greatness of what life is. So life isn't about knowing what you're doing. Life is about 
the why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's about the who you do it with. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. that's That to me is simple. Or the, you know, when we're talking about simple versus dumb, you're, when you're talking, it also makes me think like not being overly guarded and protective and trying to make sure my life is just so. That kind of a life mm. is where I'm focusing on the what. I need it. I need to f- control these results. I need what I need and nobody can get in the way. And what is it going to take? That kind of life, it wasn't as fun to experience. It changed it from an adventure to a chore. And yeah. then and then things were messy and you didn't get your chores done right. You know, whatever, you know, if you keep going that line of thinking. And that- I think the ability to control the results of your life, I think, is a trap. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to things involving other people, which pretty much all of life involves other people. Yeah, especially family. So if if we can control, if I can control what my marriage becomes, if I can control my kids... Once again, an advantage of being young is you're kind of like, you you kind of just instinctually think you can't control it. You just do it. Mm -hmm. As we become uh, smarter, not more wise, but smarter, we can get to where we think we can make all the ducks get in a row. Yes. Because now we know some stuff. Yes. Yes. And we have the resources we have the financial resources to get our ducks in a row. Mm. So I get my kids in the perfect school. I'll get the perfect scenario. I'll buy the perfect house, get the perfect car, and I will get my ducks in a row. And then the goal of life becomes keeping our ducks in a row. Mm. That does, It's not an adventure. No. Like having your ducks in a row, I don't that's, think is what we were made for. Yeah, that sounds stifling to me. I mean, I used to need things to be perfect, excellent, all the time, game on. I'm a type A person. So when I'm saying this, it, it was it was not my natural way of thinking. It was definitely counterintuitive. I was chasing after excellence and keeping those ducks in the row. And some of those were the kids and some of that was our marriage. And I mean, it was, I've experienced that. It's not as fun. I like it much better when, like what you're saying is focusing on the why. Why are you doing what you're doing? And the who, who are you doing it with? Because there's sometimes I would go to a friend and we would just be talking and I would mention something that was challenging in my life. And she would make it become so much bigger of a problem than what it really was. That's not my right who. My who needs to be somebody that I trust, uh, somebody who want, I want to do life with, somebody who you know is chasing after life the same way I am. They just have different people in their life or whatever. And the who is really important. The who is hard to find. It is. I, I think that what 90% of the couples we meet with are having a hard time with quality mm. friendship. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are too busy for friendships. Yeah. They don't know how to find friendships. They just kind of feel like a, like they're just floating around just and not really reaching. Our own lives can be so full that we don't have time to have friendship with people that maybe are right there under our nose, but Mm. our own schedule is so busy. We schedule out friendship. Yeah. So we lose the who, (laughs) but it's hard to find the who. And then you have a, you might, there might be a couple that one of the spouses you get along with really well. Mm -hmm. And the other person is like, yeah, "Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. When there's only three of the four that does get awkward. Yeah. 
But I think that, I think finding people to do life with, I think it begins with who we are as a person. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, am I capable of friendship myself? Right. Am I overly guarded? Am I open? Yes. Um, do I care about them? Do I just want to talk about my life? Yeah, a whole bunch of things are coming to mind. So I think back to our early years, I think I think we kind of had a trailblazer spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. we looked at life. We didn't look at life and, and think, okay, how do we get our ducks in a row? We thought it more about like hiking on a mountain, let's pack a backpack and let's get after it. Yeah. I don't know that we were smart enough. We, we were, in, in a sense, we were kind of winging it. Like we got married in college. Yeah. We hadn't sorted out our future. We didn't know what career we would be working. Matter of fact, we had a child during college. <laughs> yeah. Right. Christmas break, senior year. <laughs> yes. Your senior year, Christmas break. You gave birth to Matthew. Yeah. Like, clearly, we don't know where we're going. Mm-mm. We don't know what this is. The instinct that I'm supposed to know what life is supposed to look like, and I'm supposed to have it all controlled and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think that instinct, it, it, it moves us away from what life is really supposed to be. It mm-hmm. moves us away from the wonder. Mm-hmm. It, it moves us away from... You could use the word magic of what life is really supposed to be. And so we had the advantage of being young and you say simple. We just, we saw each other. We met each other, connected with each other. Let's get married. Mm-hmm. And then we want to have kids. Let's have kids. And we have kids. And so we look back at our life and we, and now we do a lot of, um, of teaching, uh, we teach people, th- you know, aspects about marriage and parenting. It's because we can look back and see what we did. It's not because in the middle of it, we necessarily knew what we were doing in the middle of it. So let's talk about one final thing. And that is simply this. You can't live your life if you are trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. The pressure. It's real. Yeah. When you look at the Joneses, you look at other people out there, you know, it's it's probably from the heart posture of you're trying to figure out life and you're trying to figure out what makes people happy. And, you know, you just, you, and you think, hey, they look happy. So I need this and, and maybe this will make me happy. And this is a lot, life is work and I need to chase this. And you're looking around a lot. And, you know, we experienced that when we were young and married and having kids and, um, you know, how do you celebrate holidays with kids? How do you raise kids, discipline them? And what should this look like? You know, I, I think that I really felt like there wasn't space for me to figure out what I wanted. And there wasn't space for us to figure out what we wanted. And I just kind of wanted to push against that and say, do we really have to live with all this pressure? I know that we wrestled with that and really didn't like the pressure that other people were putting on us. It's like, we want to decide the fingerprint of the culture of our family. And yeah, and that was important to us. You know, we had an advantage when we were young, um, because we were young and because of our occupation, we didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. 
it prevented us from even thinking about keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. Because the Joneses are buying a bunch of stuff. They're taking every type of vacation. They're doing the things that money can buy. But oftentimes, when we do the things that money can buy, do we know how to live and experience the things that the human heart really, really wants? Mm-hmm. So we didn't have the disadvantage of money. We actually had the advantage of having a lack of money and we had to work to mine out the real gold of life. Mm -hmm. So you and I, in all that we've done together, we've always cared about the deeper things of like meaning. Yeah. Bringing, bringing meaning to what we do in life, whether it's the simple things around the house, Mm Mm-hmm. Adding meaning to trips that we take to see family, mm-hmm. adding meaning to holidays. You had you added meaning to every day of life. Yeah, we were not. We our, our perspective was not to do traditions. Mm-hmm. Our goal was to being was to bring meaning to traditions. Yes, and sometimes not do the traditions. Like some people do certain things, and mm-hmm. you know, because of this holiday, you do this. We never looked at it that way. Yeah. If a holiday, many people do something, that's fine. But we're going to do what we do to bring meaning to what we do and to experience love and joy together. And we found a really great experience in that. Our kids enjoyed it. People around us enjoyed it. It wasn't like we were trying to be off the wall, weird and crazy. It was just we wanted to have meaning. We wanted to have this be something of value, something that um, has a deeper satisfaction rather than a quick fulfillment and then a, you know, then a drop at the other end of it. You know, you, when you do something that is supposedly wonderful and then it only satisfies you for a short time, we were looking for the things that like really satisfy. Yeah. Yeah. It it flavored everything that we did. Mm -hmm. I remember holidays. We wouldn't. We weren't thinking how big of a holiday can we do. Mm-hmm. It was always how meaningful can we do this. Mm-hmm. We weren't thinking how awesome a gift can we give our kids, like with a spending of money. We were thinking, okay, let's not give them too much mm, yes. so that we make this a situation where they get spoiled on this holiday. We thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, so things like meaning, things like love, things like joy, mm-hmm. these are the things that, that the heart really longs for. Yeah. If and we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, we never get to live our life. Just think about all the traditions. I, I, I met with a man this morning, and they have a baby, and so they're doing newborn pictures, which is obviously fine. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at all the cultural things that people do, okay, so let's say you're going to get married. You have an engagement party. Okay, now we're going to do all the work to get ready for the wedding. And we're going to have wedding showers. And then the huge wedding thing and the honeymoon. And then when you have kids, you need to have um, a gender reveal party. And then baby showers. And all the things that people do to dress up their home and and prepare for this, the baby, all these things are good. But if you do all these things, do we end up just following a trail of breadcrumbs that culture lays out for us? 
and tells us for this event, you do this thing and this thing and this thing. Mm-hmm. Where's there room for us to live our life? Yeah, I, I like to have space to decide what I want to do. You know, like if I want to take pictures, I want to go take pictures, but I don't like the pressure of all the other things. And, um, but you know, when you, when you find your why of chasing after meaning, chasing after things where there's real love, um, deep joy and purpose, you find that whatever it is you have, whatever it is, you're happy. You feel bold and excited and you love life and that's why I keep chasing after those things because chasing after all the rest, it kind of just left me. It never ends. The chase, it ne- it never ends and I'm never really never completely ends. satisfied. Anything that I get is only short lived. And so that's the, why we're all about helping people to chase these things. Is, yeah. you know. Was the Joneses will always post the next picture of the next thing that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to follow the Joneses, You'll keep chasing and yeah. chasing and chasing. And life is about being. Yeah. And there's no need to chase. When we learn the rhythm of being, mm-hmm. the pressure is off. Yeah. And the deep abiding things like love, joy, and purpose, those things, those things cause you to sleep well at night. Yeah. And, and the reality is this as well, that. Oftentimes the pictures are posted, but the stories aren't told. Yeah. What I mean by that is this. People can pause in a second and make a great picture. But oftentimes the story behind the picture looks very, very different than the picture that is posted. Mm. And I got to tell you, here's the reality. I don't want to end this podcast on a downer, but I want to give some truth here. Most of the Joneses aren't very happy. And I'm not, I don't say that with a happy heart. When people live without meaning and purpose and love, life is frustrating. And it makes us search harder and try harder and pursue greater, but it just becomes more and more empty. This is why life is not about knowing what we are doing life is about the why that we do what we do i hope you know your why Mm. if you have family i hope your family pursues why and not what yeah because when you pursue your why it helps you become the who that you were made to be and the what takes care of itself yes My friends, we say this on each episode, and I'll say it again. Your life has purpose. You can know that purpose, and you can be set free to live it out boldly. Now go take on the day.